0: Welcome to our sermon for September the 11th, 2022. Our text for this morning comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 14, verses 25 through 33. This is a particularly challenging text. We'll see if we can make some sense out of it today. Large crowds were traveling with Jesus, and turning to them, he said, "'If anyone comes to me and does not hate father or mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters,' Almighty God, the cost of following Jesus is terribly high. Lord, sometimes we're not sure that the rewards are worth it. Lord, help us to reconsider this text today and to discover, Lord Jesus, that you, in fact, are worth it. That you are worth the cost. Lord, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Count the cost. Is what you're getting worth what you're paying? That's an important question for all of us, no matter what we're doing, no matter what the endeavor. I remember a now infamous quote from C.J. Mosley, former linebacker at UA. He was talking about his first day of fall training for the football team. They hit the weight room and were running stadium steps before breakfast. On the bus between the training center and where they would eat their breakfast, people were already sick, already uh, already making a mess, so to speak, on the bus. Uh, his reaction was, I think I made a mistake. Of course, he fought through it for a successful career, but that story reminds us that football training at UA is legendary for its difficulty. There is a high cost to Uh, to playing for the Crimson Tide. Under Coach Saban, it's been that way. Even back into the Bryant era, uh, it was known to be a difficult task. Uh, One of my favorite quotes came from the Auburn head coach, former Alabama assistant coach, who said, uh, Pat Dye, who said, you pay a high price to wear the Crimson jersey. Those guys endure incredible hardship." in hopes of getting the prize. For them, it's a ring and a trophy. um, For the best of them, maybe a career and a massive salary and the fame to go with it. But they endure horrible cost and severe strain to their bodies to achieve that goal. They count the cost and they have decided it's worth it. Well, today is 9-11, We remember some of the people who counted the cost in a terrible way, in a heroic way. On that tragic day, first responders ran into danger. They ran to the fire and destruction while others ran away. Many of those first responders rescued victims of the attack, saving their lives. Many others became victims themselves sacrificing their very lives in the effort to save others. Their mission was to save lives, even at risk to their own. They counted those costs, and they decided it was worth it. And today, like many, many other days, we honor them for their incredible heroic service. Well, Jesus makes some incredibly big demands on us. On those of us who would call ourselves Christians on those who would who would dare to follow Christ Jesus makes these incredible demands choose me over family he says uh, love me more than father or mother or sister or brothers or even more than your own life now the actual word to to make the point Jesus actually uses the word hate you have to hate your family I think in reality, what he's saying is your love for me has to go beyond love, even for family. Choose me over family. Risk your life to follow me. Take up your cross. That is to choose execution. In the first century, the cross was not an ornament of, of jewelry. It was not a an item of faith. It was an execution instrument. It was an item of torture. And Jesus says, if you want to follow me, then choose the cross. Choose execution if necessary to follow me. You want to be my disciple, Jesus asked. Turn loose of your family. You think about your mom and dad and spouse and siblings and children. You know, I think about that. And then I hear Jesus say, let them go for me. That's a hard ask. That's a lot that Jesus is putting on us at that point, if we would be disciples. Do you really want to be my disciple, Jesus asked? Pick up your cross. Get ready to die. Love this calling more than your family, more than your very life. Really, Jesus? Really? For what? risk our very lives for this thing called religion and our culture? Is this all there is? Is this what it is that we're supposed to put our lives on the line for? Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love gathering with you in worship. I actually love being in church on Sunday morning with all of you, seeing your faces. Uh, I love our corporate worship together. I love uh, being a part of the family. But which of us really is ready to lose a family member or to die for one more hymn or one more sermon? Which of us is ready to put everything on the line for one more service of worship? I came too close to losing family in the effort to build an organization called a church. I've risked family in order to chase career really more than Christ. And I have to ask, is it really worth sacrificing life and family? Is what we typically call church really worth more than life and family? Let's be honest with ourselves this morning, really deep down honest. As much as we love our church, is what we do really what Jesus was asking us to die for? I mean, we'll have our arguments about music selection or about length of the service or lots of other things, but is what we do what Jesus was asking us to die for? The answer I come to is no, it's not. In this text, Jesus is not asking people to join a church. He's not asking people to become a part of an organization. He's challenging people to join the church. He's not suggesting that we die for an organization. He's calling us to put it all on the line for a movement, a movement that changes lives. Everywhere Jesus showed up, eternal life happened. In the scriptures, eternal life is usually not about time, but quality. It's not about the length of eternal life, but about the quality of life that happens in eternity. And it happens in this lifetime, anytime that Jesus shows up. I came that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly, he says. Whenever Jesus shows up in our presence, we experience that life. Uh, He who has the Son has the life, the eternal life. Now, we're a part of a movement that is supposed to be bringing that eternal life, that abundant living into reality in the here and now. Look at the signs of the kingdom as Jesus laid them out. The sick are healed the lame walk, the blind see, the dead are raised, the dead are raised, the oppressed are set free, and the poor sharing good news. That's exciting. man. that's something that I might even dare risking for. You know, a church is an organization. It holds meetings, and lots of them, I can tell you. The church is, is a movement that changes the world. The church is a movement that changes the world. Now that's worth the sacrifice. I have counted the cost. and Quite frankly, sometimes the organization is not worth it. But Jesus always is. Jesus is still calling us to a movement to change the world. We have the calling to take healing and hope to a hurting world, to feed the hungry, to house the homeless, and to heal the brokenness that exists between groups of people in our society. We share Christ's calling to bring abundant life to this community, and that calling is worth the cost. Amen.